Hello and welcome to the Pretentious Bastards podcast where we talk about everything art and art culture related. I am Rosen Edwards and that is Taya Rose Dussy. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to the Pretentious Bastards podcast. What up? What up? Hey. This week we are recording another procrastinating episode. Yeah, boy. This week we'll be talking about films and TV that we yes. are inspired by. And inspired doesn't necessarily mean that you can see visual references within our work. It essentially just means that we like it. Yeah, it is just a, it's just a reason for us to talk about our favourite TV shows and films. Yes, this is completely indulgent. <laughs> Purely. <laughs> That's why it's a procrastinating episode. Yeah. How are you this this week, Taya? How have you been? I'm good. I'm a little tired, manifesting that money, but uh, we're getting there. As am I. As am I. So we'll be falling asleep during this. <laughs> I'm either going to be the most passionate you've ever heard me be, or I'm going to be asleep, and there will yeah. be no in between. We are we are doing this at like quarter to nine, which we don't usually do. No, normally we record at like three p.m. Yeah. With the coffee, but instead it's me, a quarter to nine, two beers in. <laughs> That's good. I have no alcohol. I'm, I'm disappointed about that factor. <laughs> Next time we record this in the evening, I'll give you full warning that I'll be drinking. <laughs> and you can um, make the appropriate um, preparations. Oh yeah, I, I do have a large amount of uh, cocktail materials. Cash Just drink meat spirit. Need spirit. Uh, yeah. How how are we uh, approaching this? I don't. Normally, I come up with a plan. Yeah. What happened this time? We got this. We got this. We can do this. We okay. got this. Okay. So. So, films. Should we do films that we loved as children, then films that we like as adults? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. I I've, I've got my. I've got some films, and I've sort of categorised them in. Um aesthetics and then also narrative because narrative is a big thing for me when it of comes course. to but yeah childhood films go on babes let's do that you'll be haunted don't mind that I was know. me just burping away from the microphone um <laughs> <laughs> i did see you fall back and i was like oh god she's fallen off she's fallen off the bed aren't she oh i'm oh honey it's a couch <gasps> <laughs> she has a couch it's not a clang. <laughs> no. Um, one of my favourite childhood films that right now I'm having a yearning to watch is Anastasia. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I'll be perfectly honest. I haven't watched it. I would thoroughly recommend it. Yeah. The music. On point. Beautiful. The experience. Beautiful. Mm. We don't deserve... Oh, by the way, my cat's just walked in the room, and because this is procrastinating, we're going to have a guest appearance. From Susie! Beautiful. She never shuts up. No, they never So, do. yeah, um, I'd say Anastasia is one of them. Also, um, The Road to El Dorado. Mm. I have watched that. I do love that film. That is excellent. Also, excellent. the music is also excellent. Yes. Um, Another big one is, well, I was a very religious child. I grew up in the church. So, yes. of course, The Prince of Egypt, who was made by the same animation... Dreamworks. Studio? Yeah. 
DreamWorks, yeah? Yeah, I think they're, I think they're both DreamWorks. I think so. But yeah, it's um, very similar. <laughs> I love Susie. Just... This will be it the whole time. Yeah, it's... it's... Tell me She's... your future, Susie. Come on. She doesn't want to say now that now now she's got the microphone. Yeah, now she's just like no. Now she can be on the mic. She doesn't want to say anything. What a she diva. wants to interrupt me. <laughs> um, oh, we can't just talk about Susie this entire time. <laughs> yeah, the no. Susie episode where we just talk, we just interview her. Yeah. Um. No, I would say those are my f- three biggest films. Oh, The Little Mermaid. I loved. Mm. I wasn't a massive Disney kid. No, neither was I. No. Um, I'm not. Thank God, I'm not one of those Disney adults that's like, uh, I yeah. want to marry Goofy and get I, married in a castle. Honestly, I can't handle those people. I you, know, you see them on Instagram, and it's cute. Yeah, it's nice. You've got like a fascination it? with it. No, it's a bit disturbing. To be perfectly honest, I don't. I don't see the pull of it. No, me neither. Yeah. I, I just I think I think Disney adults um, need to look at their lives. Yes. Yeah. Um. I enjoy Disney as an adult. I I will still watch my old favorites mm-hmm. and enjoy them. Mm-hmm. But do I want to dress up and go know, to Disney? No. 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 I mean, maybe if I had nieces and nephews, maybe I would take them there. But I'd secretly enjoy it more than them. Yeah. Maybe. No. I mean, I can. I wouldn't. I yeah, wouldn't no. spend thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds flying out to Disney to go there for like a week. Maybe I'd do a day pass if I was close by for something else. But no. Yeah, yeah. It's um, there is a huge fascination. I think it's like people who've grown up with Disney and then having to like worship Disney through the films. And then they get to a certain stage in adulthood where they haven't grown out of it. I know. And when they've got Disney everything, they've mm. got Disney stickers on the car, the Disney stickers on the car. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely... I mean, I can say that with a lot of things. Because um, having a lot of old siblings, there wasn't that much of, like, Disney around my house. And, like, kids' stuff, at least. I mean, there was kids' stuff, obviously, but it wasn't sort of like, you know, we're going to go and watch a Disney film today and this sort of crap. Yeah. It does disturb me a little bit. Yeah. Disney-themed <laughs> weddings, can't. Can't do it. I can't. Can't do it. I'm like, why are you getting married by Mickey Mouse? Mm. Have you watched that episode of Don't Tell the Bride? Which I love, by the way. Absolutely adore Don't Tell the Bride, because it's hilarious. <laughs> I love watching the brides cry when the... Uh, unveil the wedding dresses i can i can give you a rundown of every don't tell the bride episode that has ever happened <laughs> See, it is literally it's literally middle class woman wants fairy tale princess wedding and then working class man who is a lad blows it all on the stag do yes and fucks up the dress and she cries yeah um but they still stay together they still stay together in the end and there's an married. angry phone call oh there's that always an angry phone call and there's always like the mother or the bride or the sister, and she's always like, "You have to fix this now. You have to fix this." And it's like, "Come on, you're going on. Don't tell the bride." I assume you were aware of what you were going up for. 
And you know they're only going to choose you to go on that because you think that your fiancé, who is called Gaz, Gaz. will absolutely (laughs) fuck it up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apologies to anybody out there who's called Gaz. Um, No apologies, Gaz. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) Just go with Gary. Just be Gary. What's wrong with being called Gary? Just change your name, mate. It's not worth it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I would love to go on Don't Tell the Bride because I think it would just be hilarious. Mm-mm. I'd be there for it. I'd be like, go on, a day. I, I, I would go and say yes to the dress, but not Don't Tell the Bride. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, it's like, with Don't Tell the Bride, it's like, what are you expecting? And surely that person should know you enough to not go and do what they do, even though they do. Oh my God, yeah. Every I time. Just... I always remember, I'll always remember the one where he, the guy had, throws his zombie themed wedding and they bring out yes. the wedding dress and it's perfect on the front. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, it's everything I ever wanted. And she's crying with happiness and they turn it around, there's bloody handprints up the back. <laughs> and I'm like, you were so close. It's, it's, yeah, it's so wrong. It's the torture of it. I love it. I honestly <laughs> love the torture of it's it. It's such a sadistic show to watch. Yeah. And you just know they're going to cry. And then it's going to get to the wedding and they're going to be happy anyway because they're marrying that person. I mean, you're getting your wedding paid for. Stunning. And they're so expensive. They really are expensive. And why would you waste all of that money on making it a Disney-themed wedding? Full circle, guys. She's bringing it back around. It's it's not worth it. (laughs) I mean, you have to buy everything Disney-themed. And then if you can't get everything Disney-themed, then you have to get knock-off Disney-themed Also. Also, I can imagine if you have to buy a lot of stuff for a wedding and you buy it all Disney themed. So I would imagine if you have to buy a lot of stuff for a wedding, you would want to then maybe resell some of it at the end. Yeah. Like buy like sell on secondhand stuff. Nobody, nobody wants a fucking Mickey Mouse shaped plate for their wedding. I mean, maybe people don't resell stuff. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Yeah. Uh, Maybe they hire it, actually. Who's hiring out Mickey Mouse plates for weddings? I want to know. Bad people. <laughs> Sadists. Sadists. Communists. People who just know that that is just going to be terrible. Yeah, I feel like we've went on a definite yeah, tangent. Yeah, we've. <laughs> that was a great we tangent. <laughs> About Disney. <laughs> Disney weddings. Um, yeah. Though, speaking of Disney, one of my favourite films as a child was Lilo and Stitch. Yes, agree. Agree. Oops. Is that Disney Pixar or is that just Disney? I, I think it's just Disney. It was um during a weird time for Disney, I believe, where they had people working in Florida and it was like a, it was like a 2D animation studio in Florida. And I think from that studio there was Lilo and Stitch, Atlantis. That's, that is a good film. That's a banger. And Treasure Planet. I only saw Atlantis a couple years ago. I've never seen Treasure Planet either. Treasure Planet's amazing, honestly. Like, those are the the three sort of animated films that I did really like when I was a kid. One of the animated films that I love, although it is not, um, it is not PC anymore. I do quite like Peter Pan, although I do, I am aware of the terrible stereotypes and connotations around all of it. Um, but as a child, it did bring me a lot of joy. I'm not going to lie. Do you know the 2003 one? The live action? Yes. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I love it. 
I love it. And it's it, not even for the reasons you probably think like, it is for. I feel like it's um, less problematic, though. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, it's- now, I remember the joy of watching it as a kid, but now when I watch it as an adult, the old one, yeah. I'm like... I don't think I've ever actually watched the animated one. Don't. No, I'm not gonna. If you, if you can't watch it with the joy of a child who was ignorant to the world and also the world was ignorant to its own issues at the time, mm-hmm. then you will not enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't really enjoy it now. Um, but I did as a child. Mm. I just liked the dog. Sad dog. I, d- I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's gone. I don't even... Was, is there a dog in Peter Pan? Mm-hmm, Nanny. It's the St. Bernard. Oh, uh, she's in the um, she's in the two thousand and three one. She's got a bib on. I don't pay attention to anything other than Captain Hook in the two thousand and three one. So, yeah. I mean, when we were when we were growing up, and it was Peter Pan, and and now now we're fully fledged women. It's Captain Hook. Oh no, it's always Captain Hook. Like, it's always been it's Captain always Hook. been Captain Hook. Hook me, Hook Daddy. Oh yes, please, sir. <laughs> Hello. Hook me. Hook me. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even funny. It wasn't even funny. It was just lewd. It was, it's, um, it's, it's great for us. Because <laughs> in my head I'm like, yes. Hello. Sir. I think how many Heineken's I've had can be really seen and reflected in the amount that I'm saying wee wee instead of yes. That's fine. I say bonsoir when I answer the phone. I don't even know what it means. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. I'm like, I don't know what bonsoir means. Neither do I. Something French. Yeah. Who gives a shit about the French? <laughs> <laughs> Casual xenophobia. Sorry. <laughs> Apologise when it comes to the French. Not all of them are bad. Do you know what I say to the French? Go dry your tears with a croissant. Yes. Yes. No. To be fair, um, they do have good croissants. I do quite like croissants, although I know that that's not reflective of all of French culture. <laughs> just croissants. Oh, my God. I mean, I've just remembered a great film, and I'm Go sure on. you'd be on with this one. Matilda. We. Oui. Matilda. Yes. Everything. Oh, Amazing. the scene at the end where she's sneaking into the house. Yes. Uh, that is... Mm. Miss and Honey the bit, and the cottage. The bit where she makes pancakes. Yes, yes. I love it so much. Everything. Yeah. I mean, my mum my mom said I used to sit my brothers down, bearing in mind there's like 15-year gap between me and my brothers. <laughs> I used to sit them down and force them to watch it with me, which is great. That's cute. It's good. It's cute. It's because Matilda is just so great, and it's like not only the film is good, but the narrative is good because it's a little girl and she's getting her independence and she's going to school and you know she's reading, reading, writing, arithmetic, big numbers, big numbers, pigtails, ribbons in the hair, the outfits. Miss Honey is an absolute little fitty. We love her. We stand that queen. We stand the queen. <laughs> She's a smart, fitty, yes. everything for me. The woman for me, truly. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. As as uh, I keep seeing on Instagram, she's the awakening for many people. 
I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, the awakening for me is we're talking about kids from films from childhood. Go on. Um, Queen Amidala. Big mood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, liked Star Wars as a child. I wasn't oh, obsessed I with it. I wasn't obsessed with it. Yeah, no, never been obsessed. Um, but but I certainly watched them. It's sci-fi. Recently, it's cute. Um, I rewatched them all recently in yeah. in story order. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you started with the bad two thousands ones and then coming in through with the old ones. Yes, yes. Which are the best? The old um, ones or the bad two thousand ones? The old ones. Okay. Um, young Harrison Ford. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, and he was a carpenter as well. Love a man with a trade. Oh, yes. <laughs> we stand a man with a trade. Oh, yes. Good with his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your view on the new Star Wars films? I feel like we may differ. I'm half-half. I love anything oh. sci-fi. I think it's fantastic. It's beautiful. I thought you'd be a stan. I don't know why. I, had, I got that vibe from you. I thought you'd love them. No, I do. I... I think I love all of it, though. Like when. I... Sorry. Go on, go on, go on. You can have a go. Um, all I wish is that they had written more story development in for Ray. Yes. I wish that there was less and that it was more well developed because yeah. I don't care about her. I don't want the romance. I don't. Uh, I don't want that fucking ro- get that fucking that, romance. Get, out my get face. that shit. I like Kylo here. Ren as a character. I like Kylo Ren. I like Adam Driver as Kylo yes, Ren. Yes, I wanted him but, to have some sort of progression there. He needed yeah. to understand who he was it, and not need somebody else to, you know, hey, here's the light. No, 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 no. Think about your actions, boy. You're literally joining racists. Stop. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, no. I just wish that it was there was less in the film and it was more. There was more development throughout, so that I would care about these characters. You care about Luke yes. in the first ones. You want they, uh, you're invested. You want to know, but I'm like, you're introducing a thousand new characters, mm-hmm. and I don't care about a single one of them. I, um, Mandalorian. I, should we just pay homage? Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I get. You see, not as much happens. But you care. Yes, the it, it brought you in with. The adorable baby Yoda. And you're there and you love him and he's a little, little uh, scoochy little boy. Mm, I could just eat him. Oh, adorable. And then you're there because Pedro Pascal is doing absolute phenomenal work, even in a mask. The man is a genius. That must have been uh, the easiest acting job in the world because you just don't have to use your face. It's, uh, and I mean, I'm so excited because Pedro Pascal... Is becoming Joel for The Last of Us, which is also one of my favourite sort of media-based things. When? When? Wait. When did this happen? How do you not know about this? Right, so... I'm obsessed. I, I... Okay, so I haven't played The Last of Us 2 because for people out there, I am a poor. Yeah, yeah. But Big mood. The Last of Us 1, I played back to front and sideways. Love it. Absolutely adore it. I, lit- I have the art book and everything. I, I absolutely love it because the... It's one of those that hits both points. It hits the aesthetics and it hits the narrative because the narrative and the soundtrack is beautiful. Oh, the soundtrack's gorgeous, and the visuals and the backgrounds. A lot of work went into that film, uh, into the the game. Okay. So they're making a TV show. HBO's doing it. It's 
going to be written and directed by the same guy that did Chernobyl. So it's going to be really good. And then Pedro Pascal is Joel. And then Bella Ramsey is Ellie. Bella Ramsey is uh, Lyanna Mormont from Game of Thrones. I'm going to Google it because it's been so long since I've seen Um, Bella Ramsey. Yes, and you know what? I'm glad that she's not super... I'm sorry, Bella Ramsey. But she's not, like, supermodel. Yes. Hot. She looks like that... a normal kid that you'd, yeah. you'd see. That throws me off. When you see and you're like, nobody's this hot in real life. Yeah. I'm like, sorry. No. <laughs> um, yes. But it's going to um, be amazing. Yeah. So, I'm, like, excited and scared for it to be bad. I'm, like, excited for it to yeah. be good and scared for it to be bad. Because I'm like, everything is there for it to be good yeah i mean the narrative is basically there already because they're following the the narrative of the of the game so it's going to start off with you know joel and sarah and then joel meets ellie and they go on this big adventure and things and i think it's supposed to then hit upon the second game as well i haven't played the second game and also a hit so i couldn't buy it when it first came out because i'm a poor Mm-hmm. Then I was like, if it's any, if it's really good and I really feel like I should play it, then I will buy it and then I heard bad things. But I still don't know the story, so can we not spoil it? Because oh, one will, day I when I'm not a poor, yeah. when I'm not a poor, I might buy it. Yeah. I mean, I'm aware of the story and apparently it's very, oh my God, um, very heartbreaking. Let's just leave it at that. Mm. Do you remember when the trailer came out and it had Ellie and she was singing, um... Oh, it's such a good song. It's called Through the Valley by Sean... Damn, I can't remember his name. It's called Through the Valley anyway, and it's a really, really, really good song. And then there was that whole thing of everyone was having a meltdown because they assumed that Joel was going to die. And then the trailer came out and it was like, yeah, Joel's here, here's Joel. Uh, Yeah, so fuck Naughty Dog. Yeah, literally. No, when I played The Last of Us, that last, um, it's kind of like the last run where he's taking her out of hospital. He's um, carrying her. And essentially, it is the fucking worst. Because yes. you're, like, crying. Um, it's really intense. It's really difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't play through the tears. Yeah, and the bit where he calls a baby girl, like, oh, she's his daughter. And I'm, like, dying. <gasps> Um, see, I can't remember facts. All I can remember is emotions. Yes, yeah. So I remember that scene being really uh, rough and heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. It's it's because you're getting shot at as well. Oh. And then you're trying to get Ellie out The whole of game. <laughs> oh, I mean, the whole game is just avoiding being murdered, which is... Mm. It, it's great. I only got on Survivor mode once. And it was It was the worst. Yeah, I haven't got the hand-eye coordination to do that. I play it on easy mode and I still haven't finished it. But back when I had that thing called free time, um, <laughs> I used to just play it relentlessly. And it had a really good online um, yeah. format as well. Format. An online component as well. So mm-hmm. I had two friends and we used to play a lot. That's adorable. Together. So I just, you naturally get quite good at the controls of the system. and mm-hmm. then you'd... I was going to bring it back to Awakenings with... Um... One of my favourite films as a child was Scooby-Doo. The Hex Girls, that's all I've got to say. No, it's Thelma and Daphne. <laughs> I mean... the, Hex Girls, the Hex Girls and the one where they go to the mansion. Just saying. I don't, which one's the one where they go to the mansion? Is that the zombie island? It's film. 
Zombie Island, yes, that's it. Love that one. That was, yeah, that was my favourite one as a child, I'll be perfectly honest. Just zombies, it's great. It was amazing. I'm sorry, though. Daphne is everything I want to be in more. Yeah. The coordination, the, the unrealistically rake thin coordination with the hair that doesn't move. Yes. And then the, the, the live action movie came out and obviously she's played by fucking Buffy, which is even better. Oh. Amazing. And then she's got like, she goes from, she does the whole damsel in distress and then she's like, no, I'm not a damsel in distress anymore. She pulls out these fucking karate moves, man, pat, pat, pat. Amazing. That, the live action was everything that I wanted. I loved it so much. So I good. still do. Although I still hate Scrappy-Doo. Oh, everyone hates Scrappy-Doo. I think that's the point of the film. Everyone True. fucking hated Scrappy-Doo and they made him a villain. I love it. It's amazing. Did you have any films that you watched as a child that weren't kids' films, but you loved them? So I was a very sensitive kid, so oh, I didn't really vibe it. with anything that was too scary or too serious. I just got upset. The Labyrinth fucking made me cry every time. Because I couldn't deal with it, even though I do love David Bowie now. Oh, yeah. Um, because I was like, the Golden King's going to come and take my little brother away. <laughs> That's adorable. I'd have let them. I know. I couldn't stand him. But then I was terrified <laughs> of the idea of him being taken away. Mixed oh, emotions. so cute. It was a film that wasn't a kid's film, but I loved. The Italian Job. I mean, that's, that's, that's a choice. It's not a bad one. It's not a bad choice. Uh, it's very of its time. Yeah. And I haven't seen it in a while. But at Christmas, we caught the last, like, 20 minutes of it, which is arguably the best bit, <laughs> where they're driving the minis. Yeah, because that's what it's Everybody saying. Everybody watches the Italian job just to see them drive the minis at the end. Yeah, just skip to the end of the film. You know what I mean? Like I do with Titanic, I, I skip to the end when it starts sinking. You just want to see people I just want to see. I just want to see it sink. How, why did James Cameron do that much research into how that goddamn ship sunk and yet I have to sit for an hour and a half of two people Kate sunk Winslet in. being drawn. Oh, it's so annoying. With it maps out. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> Show me the sinking. Show me the sinking. Yeah. No, the Titanic is another one that made me cry as a child because I was like, everyone's going to die. <laughs> and my mum was just like, get a grip. Get a grip. Um, like, generally that's a factual one that happened. <laughs> What I watched as a child, one that didn't make me cry, I was a little bit older, was uh, Moulin Rouge. Shouldn't have been allowed to watch that, really. It was about a knocking shop. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it was. And it's great. Baz Luhrmann makes good movies, man. He does. I am... So good. I'm glad. Although, I did try and watch that once with my partner, and we'd had too much to drink, and he said, this is like a fever dream, we need to turn it off. (laughs) I love it. It's great. And I was like, that's Professor Slughorn. Yeah. Like, that's even worse. It's even worse when you think about <laughs> it like that. Obi-Wan Kenobi is doing questionable things. It's to uh, a courtesan and Professor Slughorn is watching. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other films. Yeah, no. Moulin Rouge. Baz Luhrmann, Moulin Rouge. Yes. Um, the bit with the moon. I think it was at the point where the moon sings. Yes. During where the, the moon opera sings. The elephant um, melody thing. Elephant Love Medley. I, I watched this film nay a week ago. Yeah, no. It's fresh in my mind. I'm not it's, pretending it's... like I don't have the playlist. <laughs> I'm not pretending like I'm not listening to that one where they sing in French. Yeah, and, do the um, tango. 
Oh, Roxanne. Yes. Oh, God, it's amazing. That version of Roxanne is arguably better than the police's. Oh, definitely. The police is creepy. S- that one's beautiful. Sting can suck my dick. <laughs> He's got nothing on that guy who sung that song that no. one time in that one film that Baz Luhrmann directed. Back in, like, early 2000s. <laughs> I think it was, like, 2007. Think. Probably. It's one of the few DVDs that I actually own. I will admit that. I also have the DVD. Yes. I don't have a DVD player. Oh, I do. And I don't have a disc drive on my computer. I have a disc drive. That's how I do it. <laughs> Apple got rid of my disc drive. Yeah. I'm quite pissed. Apple? Why? Come on. One of my favourite films with the film that I'm a child and I really shouldn't watch it was The Bone Collector. Okay, scary films? No, thank you. <laughs> I love it. Wasn't it's not necessarily scary. It's just it's, it's called the, the Bone, bone collector. collector. The Bone <laughs> Collector. How is that not a scary sounding film? <laughs> is that a serial killer? Actually, okay. I take it back. If a scary film is yeah. good, yes. I like it. Silence oh, it's a the good lambs. One. Silence <laughs> the lambs. That's what I'm saying. It's it. uh, it's a bit boring. I'll be perfectly honest. I found it very boring. I I did watch it after I watched the TV show Hannibal, and I'm like, mm, I've never seen it. It's a really good one. Like aesthetic wise, it hits the spot very well. There's a psychological element to it, so you kind of like seeing things through old Graham's eyes, and then you Hannibal's there giving goddamn puns. I've seen- Many, many clips of it, and in many clips of it, I thought that is very well done. Yeah. And I, I should probably get around to watching it. But no, I do love the film. The, what's the one, like, the horror films that you watch? Because I'm not a horror person either. Like, I really don't. I watched um The Descent as a young teenager, and that scared me mm. too much. And I watched it at a sleepover, and, you like, you know, when you can't just because you were in a sleepover and it's not your house and you can't just leave the room. And I had to watch it. And I think that's why I'm off scary films, because I was just like, I didn't have a choice to leave. Bit scarred. <laughs> um, I watched Insidious. Yeah. One. That was good. Uh, I saw that in the cinema as well, and I did almost die of a heart attack. Can't can't handle jump scares at all. Yeah, no, I can't handle anything jump scary. Like, I, I love zombie films, obviously, because it's zombies and the idea of it's just hilarious. I can't handle 28 Days Later, though. It's just something about it. What happens in 28 Days Later where he cuts off his arm? Or No, that's 27 hours. Yeah, no, um, it's Cillian Murphy or Killian Murphy, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. Cheekbones guy. Cheekbone guy. And he wakes up out of a coma. And it's been like 28 days since we all got infected by something. And then he meets up with this couple and then this guy and his daughter. And then they're like, oh, we need to get to Manchester because Manchester's the safe zone, which I appreciated. <laughs> yeah, <are> you? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they meet up with Christopher Eccleston's character, which is just fantastic because he's insane. Spoiler alert. I love Christopher Eccleston. I love Christopher but that's Eccleston. Another, carry on with this story. We can't go on another tangent. Yes. Um, we'll get to that when we talk about TV shows, undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it all goes to shit anyway. And there's all these zombies running about. And it's sort of like, not only are you fighting humans, you're fighting uh, monsters. It's, it's good, but there's a scene in particular where he's in his house. 
and it's got a glass door. And when I first watched the film, I was sat with my back to a glass door. And then in the film, a zombie runs through the door and jumps at him. And immediately was like, nope, put the laptop down, switched it off, I'm walking out this place, thanks. <laughs> and I've just refused to watch it ever since. I am now boarding up my glass door. Um, I'm never leaving my home again. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, basically. I was like, no, no, no it's not, I can't do it, I can't do it. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not a scary films person. Um, thank God you're not particularly either. <laughs> no, unless it's um, comedy based. You know what I mean, like a hot, like um, Shaun of the Dead or. Oh yeah. You know, I like Crimson Peak, even though I technically don't class that as horror. I also like Crimson Peak. Crimson but Peak's then again, funny. it's the story's good. It's driven by the story, not by being scared. The story, the aesthetic, the direction. Woman in Black. I, I'm sorry. I prefer the book. <laughs> oh, she prefers the book. <laughs> uh, there are no. There's, there's I've no. I've not read the book, but I can imagine it is better. The book is really very, very creepy, and I would recommend people to read the book because you never actually. He, the character is narrating. It, is the guy Daniel Radcliffe's character? He never once actually uh, sees. The woman in black until the very end of the book but there's throughout this whole narrative there's a there's a sense of dread that just builds and builds and builds and i think that just makes it absolutely fire yeah lovely um on the topic of creepy books i read recently agatha christie and then there were none <laughs> which i didn't think would be that scary i was like okay yeah. it's mystery it's a murder mystery i quite like murder I quite like mystery. Um, but that was very unsettling. And also, like, I really appreciate a um, book that was written ages ago that holds up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not, mm-hmm. It's it wasn't a difficult read. Once you get into kind of the understanding and the, the like, pace of the uh, conversation, it becomes fairly easy to understand. And that was really good. Yeah, um, especially the the twist at the end is excellent. There's a great um, another one. One of Agatha Christie's that I really enjoy is uh, "Audio by Innocence." I've I watched. That's the only old Agatha Christie one I've read is that one. So I'll probably give you that suggestion a read. Yeah, um, I watched the TV show, and it had Anna Chancellor in it and Bill Knighty, and it's, it was really good. Like. It, it hit spots of it being creepy and then like people getting really deeply emotional and things it's very good um do you enjoy any big series like tv <laughs> no like film series like oh, a trilogy series. like um for me <clears throat> lord of the rings oh definitely we we love sean bean and sean! Uh, <laughs> There's no hiding it anymore, guys. This no, is the way it is. I feel like it's out there. It's out there and everyone knows about it and it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Lord of the Rings. And then on that <laughs> yes. same level, I think it's the fantasy of it. As long as there's a fantasy side to a series, it makes it really, really fun and it's really enjoyable. So yeah, like Harry Potter as well. Yes. There's always things wrong with the films sometimes but for what it's worth they did pretty well 
Yeah, uh, Harry in the books and Harry in the films are two different people. Yeah. Book um, Harry is far more relatable, I think. Book Harry has his reasons, right? And don't get me started, I will rant for ages and ages and ages about just how much I hate certain characters in Harry Potter. <laughs> tell us them. Go down the list. Oh, don't well, tell okay. us why, just go down the list. Dumbledore. <laughs> Straight up, number one, Dumbledore. Snape. Uh, Molly Weasley, I'm sorry. There's, it's not like hate, hate, it's more like a there's a frustration there. I was on board till this one. I'm sorry, I apologise. Um, there's uh, everybody who ever worked for the Ministry of Magic, because, you know, yes, questionable. And then uh, just generally, every other character needs sort of a slap. Every character needs a slap? Every character needs a slap. From the oldest to the youngest, most specifically Dumbledore. If I was in Harry Potter, I'd have killed Dumbledore in his in my first year at Hogwarts. He did literally raise Harry to be killed. He he left a child in a basket on a doorstep in November, and who gave him? He rang the doorbell. <laughs> no, no, it's, who gave him permission to dump that child on the doorstep? Where is child services? Do they not have a child Wizard services? Child Services is just Dumbledore. But that's, that's clearly... Dumbledore doesn't... He didn't do that just because it was Harry. He's no. dumping every wizard child. Every wizard child. Because, I mean, when you think about it, logically, he does dump every wizard child. Tom Riddle had to go back to a muggle orphanage every year. Snape mm-hmm. had to go back to an abusive household every year. Obviously, there is some kind of level of child protective services that it does not exist in the wizarding world. It is very Victorian England-esque. Yes. And I mean, when you, why is it that Victorian England-esque? But they have radio station. They have a whole league for Quidditch. If they're that developed, who's watching the children? <laughs> You've got so much infrastructure, but none for the children. Why? The fuck? Would you hide a stone in a school? <laughs> Who the fuck hired Lockhart? Does he have a degree in teaching? How was he qualified enough to get that job? I agree. The staff of Hogwarts. So I mean, McGonagall, McGonagall, my favourite. Oh, no, she's the queen. She Big up, queen. But everybody legend. else, trash. Yes. It's unacceptable. Why did he employ Snape? When the man obviously the hates original. children. The original nice guy. Fedora oh, wearing nice God, guy. God, he's horrible. It's horrible. Oh, I, I loved her once when I was a child and therefore I did all this shit and I joined I was Nazis nice to and... her and she didn't want to sleep with me. Oh. Look, hear me playing this tiny violin snake. The world's smallest violin. Uh, it's, it's just like... Why don't you get a haircut, you greasy fuck? Yeah. And maybe she'd want to sleep with you. Yeah. Maybe you Do you, maybe, why, like why don't you dick. Why don't you look inwards? Perhaps you should consider your friendship group outside of her because they all seem to be fucking Nazis. Wizard Nazis. The wizard Nazis. You know what I mean? And they have me that out is, here thinking they're not Nazis. You're like, these, that, these motherfuckers are That is branded. what they are. They are wizard Nazis. And they all sit there and they're like, yeah, that's all it is, wizard Nazis. It's wizard Nazis. I heard... Um, <laughs> I heard somebody was talking about some overhearing an argument about Star Wars, and yes. he was like, "All this over some space wizards, space, like, space wizards, uh, uh, sir." 
that is a, an oversimplified yet accurate description of Star Wars space wizards. Yeah, base. Yeah, they're basically space wizards. I appreciate space wizards. I do. I really do. I like. I like space wizards. To be fair, though, my favorite film out of all the Star Wars films is actually Rogue One. It was good. I was thinking about this earlier. It was good. It was very good, and it's good um, because it's a good standalone film. Yes. Yeah. Bodhi Rook and Jyn Erso and Cassian and oh my god, I think about these characters and I do love them. It's been a I while do. since I've seen it. I need to rewatch it. It's so good. I think it's like the only Star Wars film I actually have on video DVD. Um, TV shows. Older. Should we go into TV shows? Yes, let's do it. We love um, the TV show. Should we just from the top? Homage, Doctor Who. Um, we'll be here for seven years. We, we can't talk this about because it it's ah. Oh. First things first. We'll just say it. Yeah. Who was your favorite Doctor and who was your favorite companion? Okay, favorite Doctor. It's Peter Capaldi. Get out. <laughs> no, stunning, beautiful, love him so much. There's, he loves the Doctor as much as I love the Doctor, and it's great. I don't actually hate Peter Capaldi, but I think he's great. I think he's not one of the golden two. I mean, we all know who the golden ones are, yeah. truly. But I don't think there's there's not a doctor that I don't like. I think it works so well. I'm a bit funny about uh, David Tennant's second season or first season. I mean, yeah, with Rose Tyler. It is a bit inappropriate in it because she was like 19. Yeah, why are they bringing romance into this? Boy, is 900 years old. This man is dusty, crusty, musty, and fusty. Yeah, he ain't sleeping with anyone. Yeah, he shouldn't be. Let let that o- leave that OAP alone. Elder abuse. Elder abuse. That is, that is elder abuse. Just because a man runs around in the body of a twenty-three year old does not mean he is not nine hundred years old. He was like thirty-two. <laughs> and Matt Smith was thirty. I'm sure Matt Smith was like twenty-three years old when he did it. Yeah, because I do cool. like Matt Smith as well. He had a fun. Yeah, character. so do I. He brought the darkness. I like Jamie I like Pond a lot, and I like Rory. Oh yeah, my favorite companion. I mean, Sarah Jane Smith. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Come on, she's top tier. And then after her is uh, Martha Jones the, for me. The creme de la creme. Creme de la creme. Beautiful study. Um, who's so my favourite doctor, Christopher Eccleston. Very nice, of course. We love we love him. Throwing it back to the original. Short and sweet. Didn't do many. That's probably why I like him so much. Yeah. He didn't. Um favourite companion. Probably Martha. Martha Jones is the G, the legend. The she's one and only. Smart and she does the best bits afterwards. Although I do quite like Donna. I mean, it's yeah. A controversial statement. No, no, I can, I can agree. Donna's sort of after Martha for me. Um, yeah, it probably goes Martha, Donna, Rose. I was obsessed with Rose Tyler when I was a kid. That's why I changed my name to Rose from Rosie. Love it. Um, because I was Go just for like, it. Fuck it, do it. I'm gonna get a Union Jack T-shirt and some really clumpy mascara. I'm, I'm gonna change my name to Galatea. You know what I'm saying? Bit of alien in there. <laughs> you could pull it off. I reckon I could, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's all we can say about Doctor Who, because otherwise we'll be here for 700 oh, billion years. we, we um, will be here for ages. <laughs> TV shows, other TV shows. Yeah, uh, one that I really, really love uh, for its narrative is Inside Number 9. I don't think you've ever, you've ever might have picked up. It's Shreya Smith and Pemberton. They're the guys that, two of the guys from The League of Gentlemen. I absolutely love it because each episode of Inside Number Nine, it's a new story. 
So it's not like it, there's not dragging it out. It's gets wrapped up in that one episode and then it's done. But no, okay, I've never seen it. I was thinking of a completely different TV show. Um, mm. No, I've never seen it. No, it's but I've heard. Good. I've never seen. I've not seen any League of Gentlemen either. Yeah, League of Gentlemen. It's a bit um, behind when you watch League of Gentlemen. I think it. it I, I assume when it first came out, it was very funny, and then you watch it nowadays, and it's like, oh, this is a bit questionable. Mm. Yeah. But in yeah, but Inside Number Nine, it's great. It's like I said, each episode's its own story, and it's all set inside like a, a number nine place so it'd be like uh number nine on this road or number nine cabin on this train and things like that and it's great there's lots of guest stars pop up as well and uh it's there's always a sort of a twist in it as well usually i catch on to the twist but it is very entertaining um this isn't a tv show yeah but it reminds me of um what they do in the shadows Oh my god, there is a TV yeah. show though of what we do in the I shadows. know, I know, that's why I was thinking about it. It's um, but I've not seen the TV so show. good. Even the, the TV show lives up to the film. The film, when I tell you... It's so good. I almost died. I got my dad to Just... watch it and he enjoyed it, which is saying a lot. My family um, have a really good sense of humour and they showed me this when I went home one time. The bit where he like keeps on, where he turns into the cat, but he can't get the faces right and it's a human face on a cat. I was just like, I'm done, dead. Oh my God, yes, definitely. And the whole, um, when he goes, uh, oh, she's a bit young for me, isn't she? And it's like, she's an OAP. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. And the way they have to draw each other because they can't look in the mirror, obviously, when they're changing the outfits. And then the drawings are so bad. Remember, guys, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. Yes. I love it so much. Yeah. But, oh. like, even then, the TV show, it lives up to that quality. It's. Oh, it does. It hits some um, amazing points. On this, on the uh, subject of TV shows, I'm going to take the hardest left. Go on. And I've got a feeling you're going to hate this TV show. Oh, go on. Downton Abbey. See, I'm not going to say I hate it. I've just never watched it. <laughs> um, I have an unbridled love for the period drama. Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, go on. Go on. I, okay. Tell me about they it. They soothe my soul. Nothing that bad is going to happen. Nobody's going to die. The worst thing is, she sleeps with the gardener. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh. And then, do you know what? It's so romantic as well. It's hot. Women in corsets, with heaving breasts, in beautiful gowns, in beautiful lighting, in beautiful buildings, and I'm like, how is that not relaxing? Oh, I I do when I, I when I see like because obviously you see screenshots and everything of the fashion and everyone's wearing it. It does look like it's a real fun story. I think it's because it's so long. I haven't dived yeah, into I it. I mean, I recently started rewatching it because. I re- I'm a rewatcher. That's something we should get onto. Oh yeah. Are you a rewatcher? I am. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I I heard this theory the other day that people who like to rewatch stuff usually have anxiety. Yeah, I've heard because, that as well. <laughs> yeah, cuz they like the the, the um familiarity of things. Yeah. I I don't um, think it's necess- necessarily that. I think it's more um I already know what's going on, so I don't have to pay attention to it. It's because I can watch a, an episode of Doctor Who and be fully aware of what's going on, but then on another screen be reworking on something else. Mm. 
But I will like happily sit here mm-hmm. with a little tucked up in my blanket yes. and just watch something that I've watched three times already. Oh, definitely. The but yeah, place. so I start, recently I started rewatching Downton Abbey because I'm going through a very stressful time starting a new job. Yeah, it's a good time, but it's also a stressful time. So oh, I, like, I just wanna, I just wanna watch something I've already watched, and I've been watching this shit. I've just had it on in the background <laughs> to soothe me, and I'm still like halfway through. There's so many episodes. It sounds very, very. Long. And then a film. Of course, there's a film as well. Of course, there's a film. They have to capitalize. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, period dramas. You like Bridgerton? Um, yes. I mean, I think everyone liked Bridgerton at that point because we're like, hell yeah, boy. I like the drama of it, the aesthetics of it. I'm not necessarily entirely there for the smut. (laughs) It did feel very out of place. Yeah, it's just a bit too much. So if it was just a little bit of smut... Yeah, I'd be there for it. But it was literally was a a 20-minute, like, montage. Yeah. Of them in various places. I know. And I was like, it was the middle of the day. The curtains were open. Yes, yeah. Um, My TV, if you walk past my house at the right angle, and it's busy street, you can see the TV. (laughs) This is is a nervous moment. Welp. Welp. I was like, close the curtains, but then everybody thinks you're doing something wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can a woman just not watch smut in her own free time? (laughs) (laughs) And not be judged for (laughs) it? Yeah, basically, yeah. Basically, yes. Can't be judged um, for it. Well, no, there's a school, and um, you know, that's yeah. I was like, I don't want to be done a put on some register because I had <laughs> a hot uh, new people on my TV out the window. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's not summer yet. That front bush outside my house has not grown in enough <laughs> to be watching smut on the TV. Um. No, period dramas, love them, here for them. I think uh, along the lines of period drama, I quite like shows that you can't quite tell what the year is. Like, um, I had that with Bridgerton. Yeah, it's it's sort of like, it's a little anachronistic in certain senses, so you can imagine like somebody walking on screen with a mobile or somebody walking past with, you know, a, a nice new car. I think one of those that show that is... Um, a series of unfortunate events when they did it on Netflix. Yes. The absolute beautifulness of that. It, it's definitely. I don't think one I ever line. finished it. Oh, I loved it. I, I watched it immediately. I think I didn't watch the last episode, which is so frustrating. Yes, I read the, the books one. as a child, though. Oh, yeah. I've still got the books. They're there. Do you know what TV show I love? Go on. The Good Place. Never seen it. Oh, I've not seen it. It's so good. Because I I recently read an article and it was like um, talking about how all notions of the afterlife now is all bureaucratic. Because like the new Loki's coming out next month or June, I think it is. And obviously Loki's in some kind of distance realm, but he has to go through a whole load of forms and managerial people to get to the end goal. But it's sort of the similar thing with The Good Place is that uh, obviously the main character in the beginning, Eleanor, dies and then ends up in what she's told is the good place. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's so good. I definitely recommend it because it's so bright and happy and nice. Yeah. Um, we mentioned Marvel. Oh, uh, yes. How do you feel about the Marvel universe? I love the Marvel universe. 
anyone who says they don't love the Marvel Universe is boring and sad and just wants to be different. Go You're fuck, lying. Go fuck yourself. How, how do you not love Tony Stark? How do you not love Peggy Carter? <laughs> Um, first things first, Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1, beautiful, stunning, amazing. Absolutely favourite Marvel film, I would say. Yeah. Thor is another one. Thor Ragnarok. Black Panther. Amazing. Loved, and do you know what I loved about Black Panther? They didn't give them an American accent. Yes, they left them with like, the proper accents, it's amazing. I know, I was like, yes. Yeah. People have accents. We don't all have to be American, thank like, you very much. Yeah, okay, fucking We sure. don't all have to be American or British. If we're evil. I mean, I do prefer the villains being British. It makes me feel yeah, a bit me more powerful. WandaVision. WandaVision's been amazing. Mm-hmm. The way they've allowed Wanda to understand to, her grief. To blossom. Oh, chef's kiss, amazing. I'm not happy Is, about Endgame for lots of reasons. I think uh, White Vision's gonna play a big part. And I want them to be together. WandaVision, I struggled so much to get into at the very beginning because there's yeah. that whole first episode that's just like quite confusing and then we eventually got into it and it ends really sad and their children could die i mean technically they never existed i mean but they, and they still died yeah they're still not there they was yeah and it was agatha all along i love agatha i love Catherine Anne. To Me be too. Fair. she's great in everything yeah. she, she brings that presence and I'm, i haven't watched falcon and the winter soldier yet I am on the second episode. I've seen and clips and it looks I've, real good. I've not seen anything, but me and my partner, we started watching it yesterday. Yes. We watched the first episode. We thought, this is pretty slow, but we'll stick it out. Then we started watching the second episode today. And also Will had seen some screenshots and some clips and stuff. And he was like, no, this looks like it gets really good. And I was yeah. like, also, I was like, we need to watch it because we need to know what's going to happen. I was like, if we want to understand future films, we need to... But see, the thing is, what they say is, um, whatever happens in these series, it doesn't... Like, it won't be that powerful of an impact if you watch future films. Because I think they're sort of relying on... if, if Even if you don't watch the series, it won't affect you That is true. I imagine a lot of the regular moviegoers will not have watched... Yeah, like WandaVision or things like yeah, that. Like, yeah, like, especially... I think... One division cut off. I think it was great, but it did cut off a lot of people by making that first episode so unrelated feeling. I feel like a lot of people mm. will have just dropped out. I think I I watched it and I was immediately like, "This is weird. I like this." Yes, I was like, "This is fucky. I'm yeah. kind of here for it. Mm. I will." I was like, "But if it carries on just like Being this, this and nothing, yeah." Yeah, nothing happens, I will turn off. I was like, if nothing happens in the next episode, I won't carry on. Mm-hmm. But I imagine that there's a lot of people who would be a lot more likely to just sleep on it after yeah. the first episode. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. I feel like maybe they shot themselves in the foot a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Also, can I just... Disney. Disney Plus, specifically. <laughs> Go ahead. When you fucking make these shows and you put... 77 hours of credits on the end and they're not skippable via a button uh, <laughs> pops up on the bottom of my screen because I watch on my PS4 because that's what's plugged into my TV. Yeah. I don't have a TV license, that's how I watch my media. I mean, I'm, 99% I would... of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's such a hassle to have to 
pick up my controller, which is never charged. I'll take responsibility for that. I never charge it. Yeah. So I have to hurriedly try and get through before it turns off again and skip to the next episode where there is then no skip through the titles section button. So then I have to try and toggle my way through without going 70 minutes into the episode. Mm. Just get some buttons. Yeah. You've got all this money. The the bit on the end. Yeah. You've got all this money. Yeah. I mean, you've got all this money to buy all the goddamn shows at the moment. And produce them and then rinse everybody for... Watching the shows. Five ninety nine a month. And a lot of people have Disney+. Plus. I mean, I don't, actually, to be fair. I steal my sister's book. Oh, no, I, I'm the pirate. You're the captain of this pirate I, ship. I am the pirate. Can't wait. I'm going to buy some leather trousers. So, you mean Captain America, the first Avenger, the very first one. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Chris Evans. This Peggy Carter, isn't there? They're stunning and ever amazing. Hayley Atwell. And... Mm-hmm. Years ago, they brought out a Peggy Carter TV show called Agent Carter. They did. I didn't watch it. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, purely because I love Peggy Carter. I think her character is amazing because she don't need no man. She is a great character. And yes. she don't need no man. She don't need no man. She she raises S.H.I.E.L.D. up. Hydra had to wait 70 years for Peggy Carter to leave at S.H.I.E.L.D. before they started infiltrating. And that's how you get your movies. Just saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the TV show was really great, and I kind of want them to bring it back because it needs that sort of love that One Division and Falcon and the Shoulder should have had, or would have. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it missed out on the opportunity. I'm mm, sad about it. I feel like it. you can you can definitely tell when a TV show is made with um, the Mandalorian is great. Yes, example of that. The person who made the Mandalorian clearly love Star Wars. Yeah. So much. Like, just for the references, in it? Yeah. And you can see that love. Like, when uh, a fan of something makes it, you can tell there's love in that. That's why I like Peter Capaldi's mm. Doctor, is because he's loved that character for so long that he's immediately like, I know, I know it. I know how to do this. Mm. And that's why it's so much more passionate and amazing. For me, at least. That's why I was like, the thing I didn't like about it wasn't that I didn't like Peter Capaldi. I didn't. I just didn't like the writing of the episodes. Yes, I mean that's what I feel with the. Um, oh, we're getting right into Doctor Who now, aren't we? Um, yeah. <laughs> the latest seasons. I love Jodie Whittaker. I love her characterization. I love everything about her Doctor. I love absolutely everything about the Master. Just is there a new moment. Master? There is a new Master. I've not been following. Yeah, session. <laughs> Yeah, Missy died, obviously, which I also love Michelle Gomez as Missy, and Missy's my bae. Love her so much. And she died, and obviously. And then they just brought her back again, but not as Missy, as the master again. And he's played by Sash Dewan, who's absolutely amazing. He brings, like, this psycho level. He's got it. He's got it. Yeah. But the writing's a bit like, oh, it's... Come on, let's yeah. It the mass. Um, I think the writing for Doctor Who got for me all got a little bit too convoluted and confusing during like the end of Matt Smith seasons. Yeah, I was like, this is a bit hard to follow. Mm-hmm. I was like, when was this 
like when did this stop being actually good and started just it was um a good tv show that was also suitable for kids and now it's suitable for kids and also sometimes a good tv show yes. do you know what i mean it's, yeah i feel like the the concern with it being for children is coming first sometimes yeah although i, I, mean, I don't really get me wrong. Recent series. i do so. love kids tv shows sometimes absolutely <laughs> like i i will can watch we play, cartoons can we pay homage to avatar the last airbender <gasps> so good so damn good the fire oh nation attacked God. and it left us all deceased because it was that good because it was that good who's your favorite character uh tough Obviously. Hands down. So. God damn. She's, she's blind. She don't give a fuck. She's blind. She don't give a fuck. Amazing. The the Thea episode where they've gone to watch the... um They're doing the whole play about Avatar. The, oh, and, and she's played by a big fan. Yes. And she's loving it. She's like, she's blind. She don't know what the fuck's going on. But she's still like, yes. Amazing. Yes. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's so good. If you if you had to be a bender, which one do you think you'd be? Uh, Water. I'd definitely be fire. Yeah. I mean, fire has Maybe. that power, but I feel like water, it's that secret killer. I'd much prefer oh, it to... Oh, it is. I'd, I'd hate to drown. Yeah. I'd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a lot of us gesturing with passion. <laughs> um, although, to be fair, um, earth bending, lava bending is pretty cool. Yeah. Metal bending. Metal sick. bending. Yeah. Also, another balls. great thing about Toph, she creates an entire generation of metal benders. Amazing. Um, have you seen Legend of Korra? I haven't. Watch it. Um, oh, because yeah. they, they, they went online, totally online, Yeah. after the first season, and it gets dark. <gasps> it gets really good. And there's some PTSD shit that's worth watching. Love it. I would, if you just, if you just got, like, some free time on your hands... Mm-hmm. You just want to have it on and watch it. But, oh my god. And also, lesbians. Oh, we love a good lesbians. Lesbians. <laughs> Need I say Let's more? go, lesbians. Have you seen that video? Let's go, lesbians. I have. <laughs> oh, yes, I have actually. I remember it now. I remember it now. Let's go, lesbians. Let's go, lesbians. Um, Yeah. And that, but that is like the last episode shit. Lesbians. Yeah, but that, you see the whole metal bend, metal bending city that Toph created. Yeah. A metal bending city she made. Stunning. She Stunning and she's stunning. in it. Is she... She's in it. <gasps> as an old woman. I love it. Bet she's and bad when bitch. I... Do you want me to tell you? Go ahead, go on. Go on. She kicks so much ass. Yes! yes! She kicks the Avatar's ass. Amazing. Even though she's the Avatar. Yeah. Sometimes a kid needs to be brought down a level. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I would definitely recommend. Definitely recommend. I didn't do any monoprinting this week. I just remembered. Neither did I. (laughs) (laughs) I had intentions. I was going to do it today, but instead I just lay on my floor and I watched one of my other favourite cartoons, Gravity Falls. Never seen it. It's amazing. It's uh, two kids and they're staying with their uncle in um, Mystery Shack. I know of it. Yeah. But I know of the story and I've seen a lot of the art. It's it's cute. It's very cute. I it's cute as fuck. Personally connect with Mabel. I feel like me and her run a level. 
But um, yeah, it's it's there's lots of little conspiracies and then there's little monsters about, and it's not too dark considering it's a kids show, and there is a few things that you're watching it, you're kind of like, Haha, I get that, that's that's a bit more adult, a bit more risky, you know what I'm saying? Slid it in it's there, gay. and the bad guy's a triangle, so I love it. I love it. Oh, okay. So on the on the topic of kids shows, I <laughs> hate on. when the new trend, the kids shows don't seem to want to address serious topics. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you can have a serious topic. Kids aren't idiots. They're just kids. It's different. Kids aren't stupid. They understand more than we know. Yeah, kids grasp a lot of things. Yeah, they they catch on. And I think treating kids like idiots is a mistake. Yeah, because they're not. Because then they're just going to be like, well, they're going to be ignorant to certain things in the future, and it's not. And also, I think it's going to breed a generation of children that feel that they have the right not to be scared or offended by anything. And I'm like, nobody has the right to not be scared or offended. I mean, we have to listen to people be scared and offended all the time, and you know, sometimes it's needed. It's necessary. There's a level like we should always go into things with a level of sensitivity, but we shouldn't. Close it all. Right, expect it as a. We shouldn't be expecting things as a right that we're not offended by them. Yeah, I I Um, want kids to understand things like grief and yeah psychological pain. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's such a. It happens. Like they will realize sooner than they would like these Mm -hmm. topics, and it's better for them to go into it with a little bit of preparation. Especially, them. especially with the way everything is moving nowadays, we move so fast culturally. It's not yeah. worth not getting kids on it. Yeah, and like the internet, they're gonna see more stuff than you would like them to. You know, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna be exposed more more to more than you can control. God, yes. I mean, yeah. you think all you have to do now is go on the internet and type some anything in, and it's either porn or violence. So, fits in those categories. <laughs> Porn or violence. Porn or violence. Because people will make it that way. No matter what. I mean, we've seen that Episode with things title. like... Porn or violence. Porn or violence. Choose your fire. <laughs> Choose your fighter. <laughs> I think porn will always win. Porn will always win. I mean, goddamn, You can go on the internet now and see people fucking... My Little Ponies. Why are people doing that? Why? Don't burn. I don't understand. It's it's um. I don't, I don't understand. I I just I feel like y'all need therapy. Yes. <laughs> I saw a. It was a Reddit post by this guy. I don't know if it was real. Reddit is not a fountain of uh, complete knowledge. But I saw this post by this guy who was marrying a plushie of Twilight Sparkle. Sir. Step away from the goddamn plushie. <laughs> Leave her alone. Leave she doesn't deserve this. It's a, it's a children's story. It's for children. Okay. I, you can enjoy it. Go ahead. It's all about friendship yeah, and sparkles. That's fine. But don't think about sticking your dick in it. Leave the dicks out of the Leave ponies. Leave the dicks out of the ponies. Right? <laughs> it's not right. Okay? It's not right and I don't want it in my... Life. <laughs> Life, please. Don't need it in my sphere. 
And do you know what? Okay, I, I was a My Little Pony kid. I was a horse kid. I was a horse girl. <laughs> vulnerable yet brave. Brave yet vulnerable. I was a horse girl. Uh, too poor to ever really ride horses. But I was a horse girl. Um, so I loved My Little Pony. You best. Yeah. I, had a, I had a breed of horse books and I used to take it to... Uh, a book of horse breeds I used to take it to school. Oh, I would have um, bullied you. And I wasn't yeah. a bully. Do you know I what? Would've... No, I was pretty hard to bully though because I was really funny as well. <laughs> I was really funny. I wore it well. I wore it really you well. You did. You sound like you made your way through life. I'm very proud of you. I made it through quite all right in the end. The bullying didn't come till secondary school. Yeah. Um. But no, as a kid, I used to love My Little Pony. I did watch um My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, and I did absolutely love it. Um, it was really so you were, you were a child then. That's it was Yeah, it was looking... I was watching it with the... The rose-tinted glasses of my childhood being like, if this had been on when I was, you know, 12 or under, I would have cried to watch this every day. Yeah. You have no idea. I would have, like, and that's how I watched it. I didn't watch it thinking, oh, I want to fuck this pony. Do you know what I mean? Not like these creepy bastards. Yeah. So, it creeps me out so much. It's it's very creepy. And it just makes me feel like, um, what went wrong? With us as a society, and can we go back? And we can't, because as everyone should know, uh, World War II was directly responsible for hentai. Yes, that is true. (laughs) You see me stare off in the distance when I was saying that, like, that that shouldn't be real, but it is. It's honest, honestly, it is, you know? How? Go on. Just like Hitler's responsible for ABBA. Um, I have heard that. Yeah, uh, what was it? It was... um, when it like uh, porn technically wasn't legal in Japan, and so when they would receive these cartoons from American soldiers, they would like get things from America. It would be like um, like uh, cartoons and things, and then they ended up sexualizing it. And then because they yeah. they weren't allowed to show things like penises, even drawers, it became tentacles. And then that's how we have tentacle porn. You learn something new every, every day. day on this podcast. Yeah. It's, um... <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. Abba's just a blessing, and sometimes we just need to forget that Hitler was uh, that bad of a person. Mm-hmm. No, wait, let me rephrase that. No, I don't like the way I said that. Abba's a blessing. Let's keep it at that. Abba is a blessing. Yes. Um, on the note of kids' TV shows, um, Teen Titans. I haven't watched Sorry. <gasps> well, for every listener out there, if you watch Teen Titans and you know, you fucking know. If you know, you know. If you know, you if know. If you know, you know. Teen Titans Go can absolutely get fucked. Um, although they did make a very meta joke about the fact that they used to be a good TV show and not the shit. <laughs> Which is think is very funny, um, but if you know, you know. That's another one. It would stand. It stands the test of time. I would watch it mm-hmm. now. So yeah. No. <laughs> um, we've been we... we've been talking yeah. on this bonus episode. This bonus episode is Go an on. hour and a half long. Well, we did warn them. That's <laughs> true. What there is. Um, sh- can we finish with? Because I personally. 
One sec, my recording's gone weird. There we go, sorry. My recording went a bit weird then. But um, just a little hint of music because have you listened to Janelle Monet? No. Um, okay, my music tastes are very shallow. <laughs> I don't like new music. I'm I like not. what I like. <laughs> And I listen to it. I like classical yeah. music, so my 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 breadth of of recent music knowledge is not very wide because I'm scared of new things. Um, I like to listen to cheesy two thousands hits because Love I it. know what's coming. Against that thing, I don't. I'm so afraid of something new and yeah. something unexpected that I don't listen to new music. Oh my god. Literally. I, I, I literally, I find a new song at least every day. I wish, I wish. I just, I start listening to a song and I'm like, no. No, okay, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this. No, I, I absolutely love music because we're constantly listening to music. So I have to have a big ass knowledge of different kinds of songs and different kinds of music. Otherwise I will get bored. See, I'm terribly bored as well, but I just can't bring myself refuse. to listen to it. I just refuse. It's involuntary. It's so involuntary. I love it. It's so cute. I like don't. I don't have particularly. I used to have really crippling anxiety. I don't particularly anymore. If anything, I'm quite well adjusted now compared to how I used to be. Actually, uh, very well adjusted compared to how I used to be. But that is one of the habits I can't shake. Yeah, I think it's my subconscious being like, we can't. We can't do that. It's not. We can't it's do not that. She's not on the cards for us. But maybe that's my challenge for the week. Yeah. Listen to some new music every day. Listen to some new music. Yeah, because, um, I mean, I'd highly recommend Genomine. And it's straight in there with the aesthetic and with the narrative. Because it is a story. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. It starts off in... Um, starts off with Metropolis. And... It moves on through to uh, Arc Android and then Electric Lady. And then the recent one is Dirty Computer. And it's amazing. Well, I'll have to definitely give that it's a listen. It's so good. It, it follows, because it's, it's this one whole narrative all the way through. And it's about Janelle Monet's character, which is Cindy Mayweather. And she's an android. And, you know, she she's going through this life and she falls in love with a human and then it progresses and she realises that, like, she can't be in love with this human. And then the robot makers come and, like, try and kill her. And at one point she travels through time, which I didn't quite grasp. But that happens in, like, <laughs> Electric Lady. <laughs> and then in the latest one, in Dirty Computer, it's um, a bit more queer. Because Janelle May has come out with Pan. She's dating Tessa Thompson, which I absolutely adore. And it's, like, more, you know live the way you want to live and it's amazing it's got hints of prints in there and everything it's chef's, chef's kiss. kiss i could listen to it on repeat all of her albums amazing there's not a song that i wouldn't listen to sorry i thought <laughs> you i'm really tired yeah it's like quarter past ten we have been it's talking quarter for past ages ten and i've done a lot today okay yeah ah oh, uh, such a little lamb little pud uh. <laughs> Such a pud. <laughs> we can't. Susie's not moved at all this entire time. <laughs> oh no! No no no! She's comfortable. 
it's a feat I'm very uncomfortable, but that means she's the most comfortable. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we've said... We've rambled all there is to we... ramble. I don't think we've said much. I think we've rambled. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we went through a lot at that point. How about we do a, a film recommendation for each other? Mm. That'd be fun. Yes. Um, got a few TV show recommendations, but that's a lot. Mm. A TV show is an undertaking. You, you go first. You go first. See, I'm half-half because I have two that I feel like are really fun. Personally, this is my favourite film, which is The Wicker Man, the 1970s one with Christopher Lee. Beautiful. And also, one that's recently come out, uh, The Personal History of David Copperfield, the Armando Inanucci film. It's, it's so good. It's so chaotic. Well, I will, I, will, I will watch one of those this week and get back to you. Yeah. Oh, for you, uh, Anastasia. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Watch that. Watch it's it. excellent. The music is... They didn't have to go that hard. But they did. Uh, Rasputin's in it. I've got oh, a yes. weird fascination with Rasputin. Fuck Big yeah, Greg. Rasputin. <laughs> hmm? Drunk Greg. Drunk Greg, yes. Drunk Greg. <laughs> Gaz. He's the original Gaz. Oh my gosh, Gaz. Russian Gaz. Oh my god, he's Russian Gaz. Fucking hell, Gaz. Truly a force to be reckoned with. God damn He literally brought down a monarchy. Yeah. And plunged Russia into the Soviet Union, which the less said the better. (laughs) My god. (laughs) Butterfly effects, people. Butterfly effects. Butterfly effects, literally. Um, Yeah, so if you've enjoyed today's episode... Why? uh, Why? A, why? B, seek professional help. Uh, C, follow us, please, on Spotify. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Um, buy something from the shop if you can. If not, don't worry about it. Uh, Mm. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Thank you for listening to the Pretentious Bastards podcast. I have been Rose and Edwards and that has been Tay Rose Dussie. If you're looking to support us or our work, go check out arthall.co.uk. If you can't afford to buy anything, it is by no means necessary. You could just follow us at Pretentious Bastards Pod on Instagram. Taya is at Taya Rose Duss on Instagram and I am at Rosalind Edwards Art on Instagram. Thank you for listening and have a good week. Bye. Get my silky smooth voice ready. Oh, that's the podcast's voice, isn't it? it? That is the wish sometimes. You're like, let's let's do a really nice, calming voice so everyone can appreciate the majesty. <laughs> the majesty of my existence. And then other times I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs>